and a lot and again like this is the thing where it's like you kind of got to have the privilege the time and the energy to um figure this all out and the money to play with you know and that's not something a lot of us have so it is a space again where the privileged and fortunate are able to quickly excel um but hopefully not for uh, hopefully not for long you know what i'm saying it's really just a situation about us getting educated us getting educated and participating who are we and why did we decide to participate in this nft world we got the answers on the next episode of the nft culture club podcast Welcome to the first episode of the NFT Culture Club podcast. My name is John B, and I'm joined by the one and only NFT Hawk. NFT Hawk, how are you doing? Great, I'm doing great. Thank you for the introduction. Welcome to NFT Podcast. Well, NFT Culture Club, we just came up with the name today, so we're still wrapping our heads around it. Yeah, I, honestly, it took me a couple times to say it before... <laughs> I figured it out. It's super exciting, though, to have uh, the name today, and super exciting to be recording this inaugural podcast. What you're going to hear today is our purpose of the podcast, a little bit about us, and especially how we got into NFTs, and then finally, what you can expect in our future episodes. How's that sound, NFT Hockey? You ready? Yeah, yeah, no, it sounds good. I think even just telling people about the name, you know, NFT Culture Club, we we wanted something, you know, where it's clear that this is a show about NFTs, you know, teaching people about NFTs, but it's for the culture, it's for minorities, people of color, allies. Um, we just want to create a safe, different space um, where, you know, we can, you know, educate our, educate our community, make it easily decipherable, but also entertaining. Yes, education, I think, is key in terms of the purpose because uh, throughout our episodes we will probably be telling our listeners people in the culture club things to buy or what's hot uh, maybe things uh, that you shouldn't buy but of course this is not a financial podcast this is not financial advice if you knew all of our finances, I probably would say yeah. you shouldn't follow us. We're not we're not good examples <laughs> in, in yeah. that arena. Uh, but we do, especially you. I would say you are you are the expert here in the NFT space, um, and we have a lot of info to share, a lot of education. Yeah, and, and it's exactly why we're doing the podcast. Because uh, again, yeah, we're not financial people, uh, and we'll give you our background. In this. Well, actually, should we just go ahead and tell them like who we are? You know what I mean? What we do. Perfect. Perfect. Let's do it. Uh, why don't you start? Okay, cool. Yeah, so my name is, oh, I'm NFT Hog Loves ETH. You guys can follow me on Twitter by that name. That is my NFT name. Uh, but doxing myself, my real name is Tradell Hawk. I'm a professional model, actor, um, represented by Wilhelmina Models. I've been doing it for a while. And I have gotten into this space and found myself super uh, obsessed with it. And yes, it's a bit of finance, it's a bit of tech, you know, you know, nerd, understanding the blockchain and things like that. But the really beautiful thing is it's a lot of art and, you know what I mean, looking up art and working with artists and, but also growing money and, you know what I mean, and investing. And uh, it's just been really cool to kind of get on this journey. Um, so, John, about yourself, sir? Yeah, I am doxing myself right away. Uh, my name is John Ballesteros. 
Uh, you can follow me on social media, but I'm not really active. So you can follow me in real life. Uh, say hi. Say what's up. Let's have a conversation because uh, my background is in facilitation, in hosting. Uh, and I do that a few different ways. I host workshops in the business world. I've also hosted fun events like weddings and birthday parties. Uh, I also host games online virtually, literally like trivia and, and different fun games. And then finally, what I'm most excited about is I am one of the hosts for the Milwaukee Bucks, you know, bringing the hype to the arena, trying to get our team some wins. Uh, so, yeah. Giannis, let's go, Giannis. Yeah, 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 you already know. You already know. I didn't say it. I, I didn't say it. And I know nothing about basketball. <laughs> well, I think um, that's cool about our dynamic is we we come from different backgrounds. Uh, we have different. And, and it's, 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 yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say when you were saying like you're not on social media. So me and John have been friends for over six years at this point. And in a lot of ways, we're very different. Like, I, I'm a social media person. I'm, you know, I'm on Instagram all the time. You know, now I have to promote myself. I'm on Twitter. Like, I, I enjoy I enjoy being super social. I'm an iPhone user. Whereas, like, John is using an Android. He's never on on, on, on social. Um, I, but I love that dynamic of, you know, giving you guys two different viewpoints. We're hoping that you can see yourselves and one of us especially in this very you know this ever-changing space exactly so clearly since you are on social you are the expert here me i'm a beginner just like hopefully a lot of our listeners uh, here they will also be beginners and we're all going to go on this journey together of learning i think that's that's a big key for both of us we like to learn new things um and and really dive in and and not limit ourselves because I don't know something I definitely learned from you is like we're we're capable of a lot. Um, so yeah, yeah and, and I wouldn't I, I, yeah I wouldn't say I'm the expert because I'm on social. I mean I'll say that I, you know maybe I know a lot more because I've been in the space a bit longer. I, so I've been in the space since October, um, and it's one of those spaces where you're spending like three to four hours a day. Um, but it is a community space. It's a lot about, you know, you're, when you buy into an NFT club, you know, your membership, you know, provides you community with the other holders of the NFT. So it is a big community thing, which I think I found strength in. Like, I'm very good at building communities. Or I, I just genuinely enjoy talking to people and connecting with people. Uh, so in that way, yeah, I find myself comfortable. And I do think, for the most part, if you guys are interested in NFTs, you will need to get on Twitter and you, you, it's just kind of a, a fact. That's just where the community lives. That's where all the projects post about their NFTs, their drops, their launches. That's where people, because it's a space that's still building. So it's a lot of, honestly, in a lot of ways, it's a big conversation. You know, people just right. kind of talking about their, their ideas or their vision for NFTs, their vision for Web3. And it's all happening live. So in a lot of ways, it, it is community. Um, but, and that's also where I think me and John, like, like we're friends in real life, you know, outside of social media, like we enjoy hanging out and talking to people and having a good time and hosting. I think that's why I, I love that I'm doing this with you um, because like as, as you're learning more about NFTs, they'll get to learn more about NFTs, but also from someone that's a real person and someone that, you know, doesn't really have any interest other than maybe like enjoying some art and making some money. Exactly. No, exactly. That is, that is key. And as you said, it's a new space. And we want to help 
you know, fill that space. We want to help provide some some content in that space. Uh, but before we we continue to do that, because we already are, and that's that's awesome. Let's let's tell our listeners how we got into NFTs. Uh, so, Jadell, you have a great story, and we're gonna get into that. I, I'm gonna say quickly that. Tradella's NFT hawk is, is the reason why I am in NFTs. <laughs> um, he actually reached out to me uh, to potentially help him with a workshop with NFTs. Because as we've been saying, like he's, he's really excited about the space and wants to spread the knowledge. And he knew that I have that kind of workshop background. And from our first conversation, I could hear how much passion he has and I knew that it was just something that I needed to get into. And I've heard of NFTs before, but it, it wasn't something I got into. Last night, actually, I bought my first NFT. So that's, hey, that's super exciting. Um, yeah, and it's it's all due to this man right here, NFT Hawk. So how about you, brother? What was what was your first entry point into NFTs? So I had been hearing about NFTs for a while. You know what I mean? Just like I've seen these like apes. And like I've seen like this person made a million dollars uh selling NFT and like you know just like kind of like okay but what is it you know and I'm not I'm not particular and I have other friends that are into coins and things like that um, but it just happened to be I I was I was I was sitting down with this guy and I had time <laughs> and he was into NFTs and he was telling me about it. I was like you know what just tell me tell me he, he told me he made, he made a lot of money I was like okay tell me everything explain everything about NFTs to me. And he told me that he bought this NFT, and later on I found out it was a CyberCon. Uh, so he he bought he, he bought he said he bought a project for for two Ethereum, um, and in three months he was able to sell it for two hundred Ethereum. Whew. Oh no, okay, wait, sorry, that number was way too high. He sold it for forty Ethereum. <laughs> um, he sold it for for forty Ethereum, um, which was one hundred and sixty thousand dollars. So he was able to to turn eight eight thousand dollars to Ethereum into forty Ethereum, one hundred and sixty grand. And the way the blockchain is set up, I was able to go and you can do this with everything. You know, you can go online and look at find the asset, find the NFT they're talking about, or just find their wallet uh, through their Twitter or whatever. I was able to go and look at the transactions and see that he'd actually made that money, and to see other transactions he made. You know, he 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 didn't just buy one of them. He bought like three or four of them. You know what I mean? Long story short, that got me into that got me into it, right? I'm like, yeah. yo, this is nuts. Like, this is fucking. Nuts. I mean, this is nuts. Like, if he was able to make this amount of money that quickly, all right, I'm gonna like try to figure this out, right? Yeah. So I started, I start, I started digging. I started like, you know, I created a Twitter. I created a MetaMask. I got on OpenSea, which is the website where all the NFTs are. And again, we'll like um, link you guys and, and onboard you with all of that. Um, and I was, you know, I, I spent about a month before I felt like I knew what I wanted. And this is the advice I would give people too: is to to take your time, research, and also start to look and see um, where your existing world connects with the NFT world. Like, what artists do you already follow, or people that you already follow that are into NFTs, and like, what do they have? And like, you know what I mean? Just kind of start to to see where, because you you're your existing choices and connections probably make sense. You probably are already surrounding yourself around people that, you know what I mean, are like-minded. So you want to kind of go into business truthfully with those people 
Um, so I found this artist, his name was Wahi, and he had done the uh he had done the album art for Pushaisis back in blood. Um and if y'all know that song, and I and I I I I love the song one and I love the art, I remember it. And so he was dropping a collection called All Smiles. And this was a little over two months ago. And I was just like, yo, like the art was dope. They're like these little cool, like, um, like kind of stick, I mean, little cool figurines with like skateboards and just like bands or Yeezys, just like, you know, fashion fly. It was completely me. I'm like, yo, this, this is what I want to represent me in the metaverse, like 1000%. So uh, long story short, he's dropping this collection. And when they have these collections of 10,000, they're ranked in order. Uh, you don't know, again, it's a raffle. You don't know what you're going to get. You're just buying one. And then they're going to randomly generate which one you get, but they are ranked. They are ranked in order from like number one being the most rare. And then, you know, there's number 1,000, there's number 5,000, number 10,000. So anytime you've heard of like these huge sales, like Ford Ape sold for $3 million, like that's usually like a one of one or like the number, number five, like there's nothing like it. Whereas like, you know, like maybe like some of the apes, you know, they like maybe 50 of them have certain characteristics that are similar, but they're like gold apes, you know, they're like, you know, there are pieces that are like no, unlike the others. And you really can get lucky because if you get one of those, um, the demand is going to be so much higher and you can make a lot of money. Um, so and that what happened with a, Smiles then? So that's what happened with Smiles. So I bought, I bought Smiles. Uh, yeah, thanks for getting me back on track because I can <laughs> ramble. You, bro, <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I bought Smiles, you know, I bought it. Uh, I bought it for point two four thousand dollars before it was revealed, before anyone could see what it looked like. And once the reveal happened, I had number four hundred and ten of ten thousand. I had number like four hundred. So my piece was obviously rare, right? I have one of the rare pieces. Like I was like the only one that had a suit and like a Gucci belt. Like I had a super rare piece. And this and is my my this is just my luck. I just got lucky. Damn. I legitimately, I legitimately got lucky. Um, and what some people do to generate that luck, if they have the money, is they just buy a bunch, right? If you got five thousand, you buy five of them. That increases your chances of getting a rare one. Um, but I didn't have five thousand at the time. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. and, and, and I didn't know that. Yeah, and, and not, not, also the conviction, right, to to play around with. For me, playing around with that thousand dollars, I'm like, yeah, this is like. And you know, in this kind of space where I'm like, I don't really know how this is going to go, what's going to happen. Like, it's very risky and it's very scary. But if you play with what you're comfortable losing, it can be worth it. You know what I mean? Because you can honestly really grow, really make some money. Um, and if you, you know, you're playing with what you're comfortable with losing, you don't have all that anxiety and that stress of worrying about what's happening. You can actually enjoy the process and, and you know, and play the game. But yeah, so I got a number of, so my, my, and I always set a goal with my investments with these. I'm like, look, okay, I'm putting in a thousand. My goal is to get out 4,000 because I feel like, like as the prices go up, like you can, you can just keep asking for more and more and more. There's no ceiling. Right. Yeah. So I, I didn't want to get in that game of like, oh, okay, well, uh, let me just wait for a thousand more. Let me, well, let me just wait, for, you know, and just like sure, for sure. be hold, holding on forever and lose my money. So I'm like, I mean, this is my goal. I'm, I'm coming in. My goal is to make this. Once I make this, I'm out. And that's it. Um, so my goal was 4,000. Once, the, once the, the pieces all got revealed and people saw what I had, I got an offer for 4,000 that day, that same day. 
Wow. <laughs> like day day one, I got an offer for four thousand dollars. So you and I'm like, it. nah, no. Nah, <laughs> I was like, nah, like it, I'm like it's too soon. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is day one. I just got this. I just got the thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, this just yeah. feels like I'm like I, I gotta. I'm like I have to at least give it a week, right? I'm like I, I should at least give it a week before okay. I just like sell right away. Even though I, I'm just, I guess I'm uh, contradicting myself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I was like, nah, nah, that's too soon. I'm giving it a week. So I got that offer and I, I decided to double it. I decided to list it. I decided to list it for two ETH. I was like, I listed it for sale uh, at two ETH, which at the time was $9,000. You know what I mean? ETH was at 4,500 bucks. So to me, I'm like, look, if somebody gives me $9,000 for this picture, like, you can have it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you, yeah, yeah. you got me. Like this isn't. This would be. This would be insane. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so you know the week goes on, and like the the so the floor price, and that's what you guys really should start paying attention to. The floor price is the cheapest someone is willing to let their piece go for. So again, there's ten thousand pieces. You guys are all the community now. You know everyone's getting on Twitter, tweeting out like you know their 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 new their new smile, their their new NFT that they got. Um, and everyone's following each other, you know, because you're excited about the art. You like the art. It's, it just becomes like this whole community and love around the art that you bought. And I think that's what I didn't know. I think, and, and it happened to me. I started to, as I got more and more involved, I, got, I gave myself that week. I, you know, I'm on Twitter. I'm in the Discord with the other members. I'm showing mine off. I'm tweeting mine. You know, I'm liking other people. I'm following other people, getting to know other people that have NFTs. Like, like, so that's the beauty of the space. I think that people don't see when they're just coming in trying to flip and make money. Like the best way to really do this is to find art you love, you know what I mean? And participate and help, you know, promote the artist, promote the art, promote the NFT, promote the project, because that's going to make you money. The more the project takes off, the more, the more value is going to be become, the more people are going to want to buy because they're going to feel safe with that project. Um, and that's what happened with Smiles. Like the community was great. We all genuinely love the project. Why he is dope. He's um I want to say he just turned 22, um, but he's he's an artist and like he's 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 doing like Art Basel and do one of one pieces. Like just crushing it and just like just really active on Twitter. So like that things like that make you feel even more secure in your investment because you're you're betting your money on some artist that is like working hard. And I and like sure. really want to do again do your research on these teams and the, and the tech teams and see who these people actually are. Like sometimes they're just like somebody who decided to try to create something really quick just to make some money. So back to back to the story. Um, the floor price uh, started to 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 go up. You know what I mean? From you know I, I went to 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 one eat basically because you know like Casey Neistat bought it and all these other you know a lot of like whales they call them. These are people who have basically made a lot of money in NFTs or just in general, who's, or rich people just in general, who are who buy in bulk. So like they're coming into projects and they're buying a hundred of them because they want to double that money or triple that money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but when you have those kind of people coming into the space, more and more people feel confident, you know, or whatever projects they buy, people feel confident putting their money there. And you, you follow smart money. It's just kind of like, that's just the thing. Uh, so long story short, I saw this happening again. I think it, tw 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 this happened tw 12 days later. 12 days later, I'm on set and I'm seeing people like Casey Neistat buy and I'm seeing the floor price go up. 
And I'm like, yo, okay, at this point, my piece is looking cheap. You know what I mean? I'm like, because I'm seeing pieces go for $4,000 on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, pieces yeah, on the pieces on the I, and I got a rare one. You know what I mean? I'm seeing pieces on the floor go for $4,000. Number number 9,099 is going for 4000 And I got number 40, 400. So I'm like, yo, I got to raise the price. Um, so I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, later on tonight, I'm going to go look at it. And that's, that's where this thing become consuming because you're just constantly just looking and paying attention. So I get home and I pass out and I wake up and I'm like, Okay, let me get on. Give me get on top of this. And my piece literally had so fifteen minutes before I woke up. Nine thousand, two ETH, nine thousand dollars. Damn, crazy. And it blew my it blew my mind. I'm like, yo, what? Like, like somebody really just dropped this amount. Of, and like, I was able to cash that out. I was able to send that two ETH to my Coinbase and yeah. sell the Ethereum, sell the Ethereum off and transfer the money into my bank account. That's a mistake I made. I should have just left the money there and kept playing, but. I was just so blown away by it. Hell yeah. Sure. <laughs> I was just like, yo, but now, of course, I've reinvested. Um, but yeah, this is real. This is real money. You can actually take this money out and use it right away. You know, right? It's, it's a process, but you can make money. You can actually make money. It's not a game. And this is why um, I'm telling my friend John, you know, I'm telling everybody I know about it because it's like, this is something I think is going to keep getting more and more popular as. You know, Nike is investing. They just bought this company called Artifacts, and Microsoft just bought a company that spent billions uh, on a gaming play. Like, there's like so all these like huge companies are starting to make moves and plays Adidas, and you know, so it's going to become more and more mainstream. It's only to your benefit to take the time to figure this out and position yourself so that you can take advantage of it as best you can. Um, so yeah, that's my story. Perfect, and I think what you just said right there is. It's kind of what we want to accomplish with this podcast, right? Uh, yeah. So that more, more and more people know what's going on, because spaces like these, unfortunately, like originally they're just tech bros. You know what I mean? Like these, yeah. um, just like a very small community that's cashing out on all of these great opportunities, and it's just because we don't know. You know, I didn't know. Honestly, I didn't know. Uh, so no, and it's, it's 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 definitely a fact. Like it's definitely a majority. Like you know, I don't have the numbers, obviously, but it's mostly white. It's mostly white people. It's mostly tech bros, finance guys. Um, but you will be surprised. Like more and more and more. I'm so happy. People of color and women and like diverse projects. Like there's been things where people were like we're dropping racist projects and like there's just been so much that has happened in the space. And we'll get into all those things. Um, but we want to. At least for me personally, I'm personally passionate about, you know, onboarding people of color, my, you know, minorities, women, like, you know, putting us in these positions where we can actually thrive and be heard because historically that has not been the case. Because it's time for us to get some wealth. It's about damn time. And time, bro. It's time. Um, to be honest, like, uh, people of color, I think, set the tone when it comes to art. Which is what this whole and culture come on and music and fashion like exactly come on stop it so but this is also why this is why I do love this space right because the prices right everything is everything is uh, determined by the people by the community like the price of a project is only as high as people are willing to pay for it you know what I mean so I think if we educate ourselves and onboard ourselves we can put a lot of money 
you know what I mean, into our community, buying projects from other women or other, you know, minorities, like that is going to keep us, you know what I mean, putting money and reinvesting ourselves and things we like and helping our, ourselves truthfully. For sure. And one other thing I think that people can expect from this podcast, which I think is going to be super entertaining, is the, is the tea, the drama. And you are you are definitely plugged into that. I remember you telling me many. Yo, stories. there's so there's so much NFT drama all the time, bro. There's because it's, it's it's such there's no there's no laws, there's no rules. Everyone is just free falling, and I mean, yeah, and it, it, there's a lot of money involved, you know. So sometimes and people aren't moving morally correct. You can see it all. You can see. You it can all. see it all. Yeah, you can't hide as as easily. Yeah, we should. I just we should just jump into what's it like the one today. Is uh there's a there's a site called NFT Ethics or well, a Twitter page on called NFT Ethics which I really love and their whole thing is just going in and questioning people. Um, but today it's about this site called MoonPay, which I honestly do still love this site. It's a site that you should use you use to buy uh, your crypto essentially, um, and then you put it in your MetaMask uh, and then you can buy your NFT on OpenSea. But MoonPay also has a side where they do concierge, right? They they help celebrities buy NFTs. People who are you know spending now spending a hundred thousand dollars because a lot of the celebrities are buying these what they call blue chip NFTs now because they know that if they spend a hundred thousand, it's going to turn into a million in a few years. You know, as these projects continue to grow, so they're willing to put like I'm I'm paying in a thousand dollar range. They're dropping a lot, so a lot of times they want you know you know someone to do that whole deal because they don't have the time to sit there and figure out. NFTs and a MetaMask and crypto, which you might not have the time either. And a lot, and again, like this is a thing where it's like you kind of gotta have the privilege, the time, and the energy to um, figure this all out and the money to play with, you know. And that's not something a lot of us have. So it is a space again where the privileged and fortunate are able to quickly excel. Um, but hopefully not for long. Uh, hopefully not for long. You know what I'm saying? It's really it's just a situation about us getting educated. I was getting educated and participating. Yes. Um, but so, so MoonPay, they own, they own board celebrities. You know, they, 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 they got Post Malone, his first board aid, and they got, you know, a little baby. They got Jimmy Fallon one. And just yesterday, they got Gwyneth Paltrow and they, you know, where she paid them, you know, they, they administered the deal or whatnot. Um, and she posted on her social media. But the the NFT ethics team, because you can see everyone's transactions again, right, on the blockchain. I can see where that ape came from, how she got it. And generally, I can see how much she paid for it. Uh, just like, you know, Reese Witherspoon bought a word of women and Kerry Washington. You can see how much money they actually spent on these pieces right on the blockchain. But um, with her transaction with MoonPay, they found that the ape had been transferred to MoonPay's account for free from someone and then, then sent to Gwyneth um, Paltrow. So it's like, well, how much did she pay for that? Did she pay for that? Like, what kind of deals are you guys brokering? Because like what happened with uh, Post Malone is the same thing. He bought a mate, but the next thing you know, MoonPay has a, a shout out his next video with The Weeknd. So, and then, yeah, exactly. And then it's like the guy who is the CEO of MoonPay, he has not board eight and he's invested in board eight and he keeps buying them right before he gets a celebrity to buy them. So it's like, okay, are you, you know, helping these celebrities buy the best project for them or are you steering them towards the direction of buying projects that benefit your pockets? 
Yeah, and I want to say clearly that that's that's definitely not our goal here. Is is to do that? Like I I definitely do not want to be known for doing anything like that. Um, so as we said, do your own research. Everything that we're gonna we're gonna say here is just our opinion and mostly used for education and hopefully some entertainment, yeah. right? Hopefully some. Entertainment. Yeah, for for sure. Yeah, we just. We just want to share our journey, you know what I mean? We, but we, we want to make money. So we're going to like show you the projects we're buying while we're buying them, while we're not buying them, um, what we're staying away from and just like just general information about the space and what's happening. Um, but in no way, shape or form are we trying to get over on people or, you know what I mean? Push an agenda. It's all about, you know, putting information, get all good, putting good information out there and building community around that and empowering the people to make their own decisions. Perfect. Let's end on that note. NFT Culture Club. Welcome. Episode one. Episode one. Yeah, thank you again, guys, for tuning in to NFT Culture Club. It's been a pleasure. We'll be back again with the next episode soon. And always remember, Club, this is not financial advice. We're just two NFT learners sharing our journey with you all. But if we've helped you out, make sure you let us know. Like comment and subscribe to the nft culture club podcast see you in the next episode